Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. It's great to have your company for On The Pace on this Monday morning, our extended edition of On The Pace for this week. So for the next half an hour, we'll discuss all things New South Wales harness racing. And of course, there is plenty to discuss. Hopefully you're staying high and dry and safe in these conditions once more which seem to be more regular than not at the moment and unfortunately for harness racing it's been affected once more we had Saturday night's Menangle meeting abandoned which was set to be a great card of racing and we'll catch up with John Dumasey very shortly to get an update on that those races and also I guess a bit more of a situation report when it comes to uh, the future of a, a few of our race meetings over the next few days we know that that MacArthur area has been affected once more and Menangle more specifically again uh, being affected by that flood water so we'll get a bit of an update from John very shortly but of course there was no racing on Saturday night but in Queensland there was uh, good New South Wales success in the Wandai's mate which was the open class feature on the night. Spirit of St Louis he's a favourite for the tab Blacks are fake in three weeks time he was able to make it back to back victories this preparation so Belinda McCarthy and Jack Callaghan combining and they look right on track to fly the flag for New South Wales amongst many other uh, visitors to Queensland over the next few weeks and Saturday night's card of racing really steps it up. We'll have the field for the rising sun through a little later today and then that barrier draw will take place tonight live on Sky Racing 2 at 7pm. We know of one confirmed starter for New South Wales, that being Rip with Bernie Hewitt and Doug Hewitt. Hopefully there's a few more that are able to make their way into that field and we'll know over the next few hours. But John Dumasey, no doubt a very busy man at the moment with plenty of juggling going on, has been kind enough to join us this morning to discuss what's happening in New South Wales harness racing when it comes to the weather. And we know that we lost that meeting on Saturday night. Hopefully we can continue to race. We have no meetings today and we had no meetings yesterday either. So, uh, But we do have two scheduled for tomorrow in Menangle and Leighton. Good morning, John. I can't believe that we're in this position again, but unfortunately this weather is not our friend in 2022. Certainly isn't, Britt, and, um, you know, we're, we're out there um, thinking of all our participants, especially along the Nepean and, and down through uh, the Hawkesbury with the rain, but it, it's widespread. It, it goes as far west as parks. I spoke to uh, people out there this morning, and it's just relentless, uh, so it can't clear up. But we were fortunate, no racing yesterday and no racing today, and uh, speaking to David Watson this morning if they can get a little bit of a break in the weather he believes that they'll be fine to race tomorrow and we'll be back in action again so um we're fingers crossed um from last saturday night um we we've carried over the three trot new south wales finals as well as the um Menangle country series final so this saturday we'll have uh, 11 or 12 races on the program Okay, so that's good news. So those three Group 1 $50,000 trot finals to be run this Saturday night alongside that Menangle Country Series final as well. And that series, of course, undergoing a rebrand as well to be known as the Waratah going forward. But for this Saturday night, that's good news for those that have qualified. In terms of the Menangle area, we know uh, the MacArthur region, Camden, Campbelltown and the like. And you mentioned specifically as well Menangle. It can be succumbed to being cut off to those being able to get to the track. It's often that the track is in good condition, but it's the conditions around that make it hard for people to get there. Is that the case 
again this time? It certainly is. As at about an hour ago, there was still um, up to a metre of water through the entrance, the, the viaduct entrance. But the horses up in the, uh, the training centre, they've been able to access the main track only uh, this morning. Uh, although the, the exercise track was there, the, the sand track's a, a little bit waterlogged, of course, but um, they've been able to fully work those horses. And, and the benefit of um, the training centre also is in conditions such as these, we've got that uh, the Aquagate water walker facility there. So the conditioning of the horses continue, but it's down, down further down the river to Cobbity, where uh, the McCarthy's are and, and, and others, and then we get down into... Uh, the Hawkesbury and um, it's really inundated there and the roads, the rivers have cut off roads and bridges so uh, it's those horses that are going to suffer and, and that may well affect the Penrith meeting later in the week, not with the uh, conduct of the meeting but the horses being uh, a fit and able to, to race at that meeting. In terms of uh, tomorrow at Menangle specifically, we know that there just needs to be that little break in weather to allow things to improve a little bit. But I would assume for those that are listening in, and uh, there'll more than likely be some scratchings to come through, and I would assume that that'll be with no penalty as well. Uh, of, of course. It, it, it'll be uh, if you're able to get to the track. Um, uh, the the track's fine. It's access to... Uh, into Menangle Park, the, the Club Menangle area, uh, that should be fine as well, depending on rain coming again, because this is so... Well, whilst it was predicted it, to the to the depth of, of the amount of rain, the it, it's just unbelievable that it just keeps coming down. And as it gets in the catchment up above, uh, down in the Illawarra and flows on through, it just, um, just certainly sends a surge of water through that, that just closes everything. Well, fingers crossed there can be a little bit of a reprieve shortly and just as well, uh, I guess, reinstating what you said earlier. Hopefully everybody is A-OK, horse and human, and we can get back to some sort of normality very shortly. It seems, uh, I guess, a bit of an odd time to discuss it, John, but we are in July now. We know as of July 1st there were to be increases to prize money and also certain races were able to, to be bumped up as well. So, we're in the new financial year and, and that's, a, that's a positive that we can take from the last few days. We're now racing for even better prize money and on the horizon are, are even more improvements to a few of our feature races. Uh, certainly are, Britt, and, and yes, it was disappointing we couldn't start on, on Saturday with that extra money, but it, it certainly flowed through on, on the Friday night at Newcastle where um, the, the, the track curator and the club did a a great job to get through the 10 races there but but likewise you know, we're all I, I think our focus really at the moment is is on the um the carnival in in brisbane and and it was a great job there on the friday night to get through and then back up again on the saturday and uh, uh we're you know we're pretty pleased i suppose new south wales horses um certainly got their fair share uh of the spoils up there but it, it's a great carnival and we look forward to you know to, to the finalization of the feel for the and the barrier draw for the, the major event on this Saturday, but it's um, it's we'll always race ahead, um, and this weather is just a little bit of an impediment um, that some are suffering because I'll have to do a clean up again, but um, we will race on. And also, just a, a bit of an update, I guess, on the response to the breeding incentives and initiatives that have been put in place for this season. I've only seen positivity. It seems as though maybe there might be a, a bit of a reinvigoration of uh, the breeding side of the business with 
your New South Wales team putting together some great initiatives and hopefully that sees even more foals bred this year. Well, well, on early indications it could. Uh, we, we had that wonderful clearing sale at uh, Yerraby and the prices were very very well on the up and up there and what since that sale I think uh, they're up around about 90% of the horses have been cleared through through the sale so that's a good sign um, a bit of uh, a fair bit of positivity uh, going around uh, we've got new stallions coming in and um, of course Cobbity uh, have announced a, a, another race um, for bowls of the, the stallions that they're standing so yeah it, it is on the up and up and um, off the back of Cobbity's announcement already other other um, groups uh, are looking to see what they can do to put into um, races here in New South Wales by um, for, for New South Wales based stallions or mares. So it's, it is on the up and up, um, and hopefully this this spreads across Australia into Victoria and Queensland. And Queensland have been uh, fortunate enough to pick up uh, Bling It On. He's he's been a wonderful stallion down here. So it's um, certainly about. Um, uh, harness racing across Australia, not necessarily only in one state. We need it to be strong everywhere, and um, you know we're seeing some upside right at the moment. Absolutely. Well, appreciate your time this morning, John. Here's hoping that we get that little break in proceedings, and we can see tomorrow's two cards of racing press on in New South Wales. Appreciate the update, and we'll chat again soon. Thank you, Brett. John Dumasey there this morning from Harness Racing New South Wales. So positive signs that hopefully we can see tomorrow's Menangle card underway. Just needing a little bit of a reprieve uh, to allow that entryway and the surrounding areas to hopefully dissipate a little bit in terms of the water. And then we can see participants make their way to the track and compete for what is going to be a big nine race card. And as mentioned, we're seeing that improvement in stake as well. We'll take a quick breather here on On The Pace. On the other side, we've still got a few guests to catch up with in regards to tomorrow's meetings around the grounds. Thinking about your next build or renovation? Wideline Windows and Doors has all the planning tools at your fingertips. Their website is full of inspirational ideas to make your project a success. Advice and tips to get you started, even a colour selector and window planning tool. Plus, free online quotes are returned in 48 business hours. Just upload your plans or tell them what you need. Easy. There's never been a better time to take a closer look at the Wideline Windows and Doors website, www.wideline.com.au. Now this is value. Keen racing fans, you can now purchase a general admission winter season pass for all race days held at Royal Ramwick and Rosehill Gardens from Saturday 28th of May until Saturday 10th of September. The best part, it's only $79. This includes entry to key group race day, such as Wink Stakes Day, Chelmsford Stakes Day and Run to the Rose Day. Race away those winter blues and book your winter season pass now at theracers.com.au. Welcome back to On The Pace on this Monday morning. Despite there being no racing in New South Wales today, we're looking forward to hopefully two meetings getting off the ground tomorrow with Menangle in the afternoon time slot and Leeton tomorrow evening with eight races on the card there. As is so often the case around the region, Jackson Painting has a really solid book of drives to look forward to and that is no different tomorrow night. So he's joining us this morning to hopefully point us towards one or two of them tomorrow evening the first getting underway at 5 47 good morning jackson how are you thanks for joining us hey brett how are you really well thank you how are things down your way we know it's pretty sodden in the metropolitan region but how are things looking for tomorrow night at leighton 
yeah, no, the sun's shining down here in God's country, so we've had a pretty good morning here, so can't complain like them poor buggers in Sydney. They just get wet all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is some good news indeed. Let's get stuck straight into your book of drives tomorrow night. The first race on the card, Our Thunder, gets things underway for you. Comes up with an ordinary draw there off the back row, was able to break his maiden going back three starts ago. And I guess despite the barrier draw, you always have to respect it. Colin Thomas, runner. Rock and roll sass drawn to your inside does look hard to beat, but what sort of chance do you give this guy? Um, yeah, he's a bit of a funny bugger, this one. Britty, he's um, probably not the most um, bravest horse. He's sort of, you've got to get him on the right day. If he's out in front, he sort of seems to roll along the right, but I think he'll probably struggle from the background unless we can get into the race at some stage. You know Rock and Roll Sass well, didn't have any luck last time out at Shepparton, but she's a filly that obviously has a lot of ability, but probably is a bit of a question mark in terms of how consistent she is. Is she the major threat in this race or are there a few off the front row that can give some cheek with that advantage? No, I think on paper and, yeah, just knowing that um, Philly, she's um, probably got a fair bit on them, I think. I know she form probably is a little bit inconsistent, but um, even if she doesn't bring her best, I think she's probably just too good for them. All right, that's race number one tomorrow night. Race number three, my girl Lucy, again, a second row draw. So the barrier draw, gods haven't been overly kind early on. But what can you tell us about this, me? You haven't driven her at her last few, and she's probably drawn a little better at them as well. But she appears as though she's knocking on the door to win a race shortly. Yeah, that's right. She's sort of not blessed with um, really good gay speed, so the draw doesn't really concern her. But, um, yeah, she's sort of been knocking on the door, as you said, um, we can get a track into it she'll um, be running on for sure but yeah once again we're just going to be relying on a bit of luck with her all right race number four you've got a, a swing in terms of fortunes with the barrier draw here you come up with the inside alley aboard sasha i'm just having a, a quick squeeze through looks as though it might be your first drive aboard this mare but last time out uh, despite the eighth and the tenth next to her name she probably has had a, a few excuses last time out wasn't beaten all that far uh, but again this barrier draw looks key yeah no that's exactly right she's dropping back in great a long way tomorrow so big um help with the barrier draw she's got really good gate speed she should jump straight to the front yeah i think she should just be winning all right, that's a good push there for race four, number one, Sasha, for Norm Jerrick over the short course. Again, you've got the inside alley in race number five aboard, Rusty L. Uh, a narrow second last time out at Wagga in pretty solid time from the front end. So will that be, I guess, the plan again to, to try and lead them all of the way? Yeah, that's the plan. There's, there actually is a fair bit of gate speed in this race. So we'll be coming out all guns ablaze and I'd think she might be able to just poke through and hold the top there and if she does that'll give her a really good chance to win it but if if she gets crossed well that's probably yeah we're in the lap of the gods there we're just going to need a little bit of luck but if she can uh, muster enough speed early she'll be pretty hard to beat as well I think. I'm okay drawn on your direct outside looks one of the the major threats in the race but even wider in terms of gate speed is that where you're getting a little worried I'm feeling fiery is probably one that can go forward and uh, cause a bit of drama early on if he does happen to get into a forward position. Are you looking wider in terms of the runners that might pose you that little bit of an issue? Yeah, I think I'll be able to hold on okay. Master Jew's got pretty good gate speed as well and I'm feeling fiery. He really does hum the gate so he's the one that's probably going to be spearing across for at least and if we can just muster enough before that first corner we get a pretty big advantage there so if we can hold him I think we should hold the rest of them as well. 
Okay, race number seven, what a sticky beak is your drive here. Comes up with the three gate, which looks okay. The one horse uh, is one of the major threats in terms of the market. Then complicated is a little longer in betting markets at the moment. But you look at the numerical form of this gelding, and it's probably not over flash, but he actually ran quite a good race last time out. Yeah, and I, um, Noel changed his work. He um, was sort of at the end with him, didn't know what to do, and he um, used him as a cart horse, just driving him around town, trying to change his attitude. And his run was actually a lot better, so I don't know what he's done with him this week, but um, if we can get the old boy to switch on a little bit and possibly find the front, well, he could run a bit of a race at odds. Oh, well, that's an interesting side note to it, but uh, it certainly appears to have done in the world of good last time. Eddie's a horse with gate speed, so heading forward and, and trying to get in front and out of trouble will be the initial plan? Yeah, definitely, that'll be the plan. He, he hasn't led for a very long time, but he does have not bad gate speed, so if he can happen to find the front, well, yeah, as I said, he could run a race. Okay, that's race seven, number three. And in the final race, you've got the outside draw here in the maiden aboard Wongali Meg is first up for a couple of months. Last time in ran quite a good race on debut and then was probably a little disappointing at start number two when she looked as though she was going to be a good chance. So she's had a break and she returns here and one trial in preparation as well. You weren't aboard in that trial, but no doubt you would have had a report through. What are the thoughts ahead of tomorrow night? Yeah, no, I was just uh, talking to Matt on Saturday at the trials again. Um, he said, oh, actually, what's the trial? Because they replay the trials at Leighton. The trial was pretty good, actually. So I think she'll be more than competitive in that. There's a, another first starter in that. One of Hillier's horses did trial pretty well at Leighton as well. So I think it'll be the one to beat. But, um, yeah, Matt was really happy with the trial and she's come through it well. So she'll be thereabouts. Another good book tomorrow evening. It would sound as though confidence levels with race four number one, Sasha, at the highest. Is that the best on paper for you tomorrow night? Yeah, definitely, Sasha. I think she's nearly close to a good thing. I think it's just fair drop back in grade four, and she hasn't led for a while, so she gets every, every chance tomorrow to get back in the winner's circle. All right, that's race four, number one. Sasha goes around at 7.10, one that we can follow with plenty of interest. Appreciate your time this morning, Jack, and best of luck tomorrow night at Leeton. No, no worries at all, Britt. Thanks very much. Jackson painting there this morning, so that's certainly going to be an intriguing card of racing tomorrow night at Leeton. Eight races. The first gets underway at 5.47, and that runner that we'll certainly be waiting for is race four, number one. Sasha, a really solid push. In terms of tomorrow as well, of course, we do have that Menangle card of racing, and it would be great if we could catch up with Kerry Ann Morris, and she's online with us this morning. No doubt a, a busy morning, located very closely at the Lucky Lodge stables to Menangle, just out the front gate, in fact. And unfortunately, earlier this year, there was some concern, but hopefully we're not at that point this time around. Kerry Ann will be able to give us an update in regards to that. Appreciate your time this morning, Kerry Ann. And I guess the first question is, how are things at your place this morning? Yeah, no, um, it's definitely wet here. Um, you know, it's probably just as bad as it was at the beginning of the year. Um, but most things, um, all the horses are well. And um, yeah, we're just doing the best that we can at the moment. In terms of early this year, we know that the water came up and engulfed plenty of your paddocks, so it's a, it's the same again. It's been a bit of a, a shuffling act, I would assume, to get horses out of those lower paddocks this morning and probably yesterday as well. Sorry. Oh, yeah, the, um, most of the paddocks, have, they've held up not too bad. There was only probably a couple that 
we had to move horses from this time, but um, it's more of the worry of getting through the viaduct. Um, the viaduct kind of fills up with water and, and the river that runs down the back of the, the um, main track, it comes up quite high. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's um, been a bit of a challenge, but, yeah, we're, we're getting, getting through it. So in terms of that, would I assume that you haven't been able to work horses over the last few days, not being able to get through the viaduct, or have you found a way around? Uh, we've actually we've we've managed we've um, been trucking them to to the track this morning. Uh, we can get through the um, training centre gate, and um, yeah, it's just been a bit of a process. We've we've been um, you know having to put them on the float and, and travel them down to the track, and and um, the main track really held up um, really well. So um, all things. You know, if everyone can get to the races tomorrow, I'm sure they'll go ahead. Yeah, fingers crossed. Good news from John Dummersy a little earlier on, sounding as though positive signs. And we know that you're busy, so we won't hold you up for too long. But just uh, a quick word on a, a few of your key chances tomorrow. The Trotters, we know that each and every week your stable holds uh, their own and is normally pretty dominant when it comes to the trotting races on a, a Tuesday early on in the card. You've got two runners in the opener tomorrow, Strength of Heart and also Agent Mary. They're both always competitive in this grade. Strength of Heart is really consistent and the old boy Agent Mary was able to bounce back into the winner's circle last week. So you must be thrilled with how they're both going and they both look really good chances tomorrow. Yeah, no, they're both very consistent horses and old Agent Mary found form again last week and um, he's just, you know, he's an old marvel. He's, he's jumping out of his skin. So um, I expect him to run a really good race again. And, and yeah, uh, strength are hard. He's just very consistent. He's a bit, little bit one pace, but, um, yeah, he's always always fine at a check. I'm just looking at Agent Maori's overall record, that was start number 250 last week. His 23rd win and add to that another... 65 or 68 in fact placings he has been an old marvel race number two three runners here in the nine horse field queen of strathfield will go around as a bit of a roughie in saying that uh, she was able to string two together not that long ago so can she give this racer a little bit of a shake or is it it's quite a deep race overall but she's racing quite well she is racing very well um and she as you said she found a bit of form um, a couple starts ago and I was really wrapped with her run last week. Um, she really hit the line quite well um, in running fourth. And I think, you know, she's she's a horse that, you know, she's getting stronger with the racing. And, um, yeah, I think she'll race a really good race. Christofferson's been a great addition to the stable. Speaking of consistency, he hasn't missed the board since he arrived in the team. And his gate speed and the fact that he can race up on pace is such a big advantage. It looks as though he'll be able to press forward again tomorrow. And just looking at his racing mannerisms as well, early on he was probably a little wayward, but he seems to be getting better in that respect over the last few runs. Yeah, he definitely was. When we first um, when we first got in, he was a little bit, you know, wanted to run off the track, run in on the track. and um, But now he's kind of put it all together and he's, he's um, put his mind to it and, you know, he's racing accordingly. And Aldebar and Ursula, well, she won't know herself backing in this sort of grade of race. She's been taking on the Saturday night company. I thought her trial last week was really good. She's got the concession claim tomorrow. Can she bounce back to the winner's circle? Um, yeah, as I said, we've um, it's been really tough on her because the grade that she come back on, um, she had to step straight into the Saturday night. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, there's nowhere to hide in those kind of races where she's only had been racing against three-year-old fillies. So 
um, you know, oh, we're really happy with her. We're happy with the trial, so um, we're expecting a, a, a better performance tomorrow summer. And then a little later on, you've got four paces going around. They probably have all not fared too well in uh, the barrier draw stakes, but the best of them probably looks like I'm Bill's last. He was able to win last time out at Newcastle in pretty good time as well, and his best asset is his gate speed. So you would expect that he'll be heading forward again tomorrow, and from there he'll give some cheek? Yeah, definitely. He's a, he's a horse that likes to run on the uh, race on the top end, so um, he had forward and, you know, he always runs a, a decent enough race. Okay, that's race six. Iron Bill's last a few later on in the card with wide draws to overcome, but they're still all racing well within themselves. Really appreciate your time this morning, Kerry Ann. I can understand that it's probably a bit of a hectic time. Stay safe out there, and he is hoping uh, tomorrow's meeting can go ahead and there's a few winners amongst them. Thanks for your time. No, thank you. Kerry Ann Morris there this morning. So, as you can imagine, being based there at Menangle probably seems like a bit of a positive, but it would have been a, a tricky few days for the team getting horses to the track and uh, getting them all worked, particularly a team of that size. So we do really appreciate everybody's time this morning for joining us here for On The Pace. That's the Monday morning edition. We'll keep our eyes peeled and uh, hopefully tomorrow's meeting can go ahead at Menangle. It sounds as though there'll be no issue with tomorrow night's Leeton card. Stay safe. Hopefully this rain uh, can find its way elsewhere very, very shortly. And just another reminder uh, with that barrier draw for the rising sun this evening to take place on Sky Racing 2 at 7 o'clock tonight. You can watch that live barrier draw take place. We know that Rip will represent New South Wales and there's no doubt that there's a few others that will be making their way into that field as well from a New South Wales perspective. Thanks for joining us for On The Pace. We'll be back on Wednesday morning at 10.30 to do it all again. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report. Weight Watchers 60% off sale extended. Make healthy happen and lose the weight for good. Get 60% off at www.com. Hurry, must end today. Royal National Park flooding, the orderly weir is closed. Sansu's in some low-hanging power lines on Sandringham Street, Lane 1 westbound near Rocky Point Road, and Milpera. Newbridge Road is closed in both directions between Henry Lawson Drive and Governor Macquarie Drive. Get cosy this winter and save on a huge range of roller and sunscreen blinds. Verticals, vary shades and shutters. Now at Accent Blinds. Call for a free measure and quote today. I'm Ian Wallace. That's traffic on Sky Sports Radio. Luke Marlowe on Singapore. Tom Wood vacated the head broadcasting role in Singapore to go to Hong Kong. They asked me if I would be interested. And when I really had a good think about it, the opportunity to, to go and live in a different country and experience a different racing jurisdiction was just too big of a draw card. I had a fabulous 18 months up there. Monday's Experts. Monday's Experts. 11am Monday on Racing HQ.